Mal, do you know what coffee I've been enjoying a lot lately? No, which one? I have been enjoying free lunch coffees, medium dark roast blend. Ooh, me too. You know what I love most about their coffee, besides the rich flavor, is their mission to end hunger for underprivileged children. Each purchase from their store provides 10 meals to children in South Africa. If you want to enjoy this gourmet coffee that is fair trade and certified organic that also fights to end child hunger, go to their website, freelunchcoffee.com. And when you check out, use promo code THOSEOTHERGIRLS10. And let's end world hunger by doing what we do best, starting each morning with a cup of coffee. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Yay. (laughs) Okay, take it away. All right. So (laughs) this week, it's your weekly recap. And we're changing things up a little bit. We're going to add at the beginning of each episode. um, And we'd love for you guys to share, too, what our happy dance moment of the week was and we'd love to hear from you guys so mal what was your happy moment happy dance moment we gotta work on that <laughs> of the week. it's okay it's just our first one um in the future i have in my head that we'll even have like a little fun sound like on those other like the people that have the sound boards so yeah okay. like the morning <laughs> toast has someone like crunching into a piece of toast oh i like that yeah mm-hmm. we'd have something like that in the future in the future um donate everyone <laughs> um but anyway my happy dance moment of the week was i opened my jewelry store back up i re-released some pieces of jewelry uh and i got some sale i woke up and i had a really big sale someone bought you know i don't want to share how much exactly but someone bought a lot and i if you're listening i appreciate you so much you have a special letter in your um package that was shipped off today so that just really made me do a happy dance because I love I love making jewelry and I love selling it also obviously like the money that comes in um how'd you get into making jewelry I've never even heard this story yeah okay so in the fourth fifth grade um my friend Anna Gallucci if you're out there um we were friends on soccer and she got me a jewelry kit um for my birthday and then I just I don't know I just kept I liked doing it and then I would make jewelry and it was be I thought it was very nice my mom did too so our church would have um like a flea market that's not what it was called but like a flea market oh yeah I know what you're talking about yeah and like my mom um paid for me to get a booth one time and like it sold really well so then all the way up until like high school every time they had one I always had a booth and I would sell and then in high school like the first I wanted to my freshman sophomore year in high school I was like eh about it my junior and senior year I was a little bit more focused on it but it still wasn't to the level it is today like honestly it didn't get throughout college I sold here and there mm-hmm. um I did more shows I didn't really get a website until like I want to say my senior year in college I didn't really get a website but I was doing shows but it didn't get to be like, I mean, I looked at my revenue um, last year. It didn't get to be the way it is until last year. And then a little bit the year before last as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I really started taking it a lot more seriously. I like picked it up. Last year, I rebranded a little bit. I got my really cute mailers. Um, my friend redesigned my website. She made like the most adorable business cards. I had this little card. You, you get like a really cute card that's says something really pretty and mm-hmm. like it has like flowers all that that started last year so yeah 
Gotcha. And what's the website? Um, shopthepinkrose.com. All right, everybody go check that out. I know we were talking beforehand. Um, I have very sensitive ears and I have uh, my cartilage pierced uh, twice in one year and I'm really looking for some hoops. And so Mallory says she could do that for me. So. Yes, I'm going to be, um, I guess it's okay to announce. I'm going to be, I ask everybody on my all my social medias, I ask in like tons of like girly Facebook groups I'm in and I'm in a few business accounts and I ask about like, clay or, or like that is clay gonna still be cool within a year because I was looking at, I'm like this is so cute I don't use clay I use um accentate and um I was like I wonder if that's still gonna be a thing because it looks pretty simple to mm-hmm. start I mean you have to have patience but it looks pretty simple um so I asked around and everybody's like yeah yeah I like it and then I got some ideas of just some ways that I would do things a little bit differently than the things that I see so I'm going to do that and I'm going to start to do um hoops I'm gonna do a lot more studs I don't make studs because you just can't with the materials and stuff that I buy Mm -hmm. but um I'm gonna have studs finally and I know people have asked me about studs um so yeah stay tuned I'm excited I'm ready (laughs) okay so what was your happy dance for the week Uh, oh I got my nails done. That was like the first thing that came to my mind. I had like, and I guess like I had like a rough day on Tuesday. I I don't know. I don't know if I just woke woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And so Sebastian came and like went out and like got me duck donuts and then was then was like, go get your nails done. I'll take care of the dogs. Um, just go relax. And so I spent like an hour and a half at the nail salon. It was just very relaxing. Oh, that's sweet. And I got yeah. a very p- pretty pink. I usually am not, I'm not a pink girl. I will say oh. that. Like, I've never been a girl. I, I mean, I grew up playing sports. I've never been like a girly girl, pink girl. Oh. But I went with like a, I would call them a breast cancer pink. Kind of wanted to do something because it was a very cold Put day. Put it in the camera really quick. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, pretty, pretty. Yeah, it was like a really cold day on Tuesday. And um, I guess I was just like, I want something Valentine's-y um wait did you say cool or cold like a really cold day okay there yeah. was a day this week that was like weirdly hot yeah, it was what like day Wednesday. was that that was Wednesday okay I think so um it was like yeah. shorts weather anyway keep going <laughs> it wasn't that hot oh it, well here it was hot like it was like hot well we had thunderstorms yesterday which tells me snow is coming guys yeah. but that's a little southern <laughs> but yeah so i got my nails done relaxed i do also i have one more i'm gonna throw in there i had the best italian sub of my life this week really elizabeth's pizza up here in guilford county their Hmm. italian sub they like extra toast their bread and it's like gives it like an extra crunch and flavor it was so good okay okay smash and i had that twice this week oh was that it Mm -hmm. okay so yeah, so those are my happy dances of the week. And I guess we'll get get into our top stories of the week that we believe that you need to know about. Do, do, do. All right. First story. Um, that was me doing the music transition. Continue. Our first story <laughs> is Elon University hosts a whites-only caucus to pr- process the complicit complicity my god and racism so elon university school of education is hosting a weekly white caucus open only to white identifying students according to an email obtained exclusively through young america's foundation a white caucus is a space for white identifying individuals to engage in conversations that unpack race and systematic oppression the email read White caucuses allow white-identifying allies to have these conversations in a way that does not burden or re-traumatize people of color. White caucuses give white people a space to learn about and process their awareness of and complicity in unjust systems about harming their friends of color. And I think this came out Tuesday or Wednesday, and then the next day, Elon uh, canceled the event. Lots of thoughts. Lots yeah, of thoughts. Mal, I'm just going to let you take this one. Um, So I actually sent it to you when I saw it. And yeah, you was... saw it and sent it to me. And what's crazy is my dad went to Elon. Oh, really? Yeah. He... Like, I have ties here. Like, my granny's house used to be, like, two blocks from there. 
Oh, wow. I I loved Elon. Well, I visited, I had a really good friend that went there and I visited him one year. Um, I applied when I thought I was going to transfer to Elon. So like, I know Elon fairly well. And a lot of people- It's a beautiful campus. School, beautiful It's campus. like the number one most beautiful campus in the country. They've been named that multiple times. Yeah, when I was in a sorority, um, my sorority was at Elon too. So I thinking about switching through that. So like, I know Elon pretty well. So it was like, wait, Elon? And I saw the title and um, the tweet that had the article. And then it just, I mean, Elon University is hosting a white only caucus for white identifying students to discuss racism without re-traumatizing people of color. I like burst into laughter. What, what does that even mean? And I think the part that I think is hilarious is white identifies. What is that? So, I mean, how do you identify as white? Like you're either white or you're not. I don't understand how you, like what? <laughs> it just doesn't, it's, ugh. and then whites only is literally the definition of, you know, of racism. That's what I think of when I hear whites only. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of my grandmother having to use a different water fountain. I don't think of like talking about re-traumatizing, like that's re-traumatizing. So yeah, that was just crazy to see. That's a crazy idea. I'm glad that they mixed it. I think that, um, but I feel as if that's something though like they are like okay so I have two okay I have a lot of thoughts clearly because I'm like not finishing my sentences okay so let me start this sentence yep one at a time one thought at a time (laughs) one thought at a time okay so I think that a lot of times people and um businesses schools that are doing these type of things a lot of them have good intentions I think there are people who genuinely like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous that I'm making my person of color friend uncomfortable. How do I fix that? And I think that there are people who genuinely are like, they want to make sure that they're not hurting people. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's cool to want to make sure you're not hurting people. The problem is there are people who don't care. So they're just creating things to virtue signal. And then when you do that, that's how you get stuff like this. Like this isn't like, that's not useful. Or I saw on Twitter the other day, um, on the police cars, they have like a picture of like Rosa Parks. And it's like, nobody, you know, I I don't think anybody asks for that. Like that's not helping. Like they, you know how you can put like a skin on a car. It was like mm-hmm. a, a skin of Rosa Parks. Like nobody's asking for that. So I think that's what happens when people who really don't care start virtue signaling. That's when you get, ridiculous things like that um I also think that we have to stay away from the idea that we can't be together to discuss things I really want both sides because we both have an issue with this um I really want both sides to be able to come together and I know unity now is like a trigger word for conservatives and I don't know how else to I don't know what other word to say but like we need to come together like and, you know, there's people who will never agree with us. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about people who we can have conversations with people. There are people out there who do want to have conversations. If you talk to your regularly, your regular leftist friend, they're not these crazy people on Twitter. And I say the same thing. If you talk to your regular right wing friend, they're not the crazy people on Twitter. So we have to come, we have to be able to talk about these things in the same room. We have to be able to talk about these things and not be concerned about being PC if you truly like I think you should be concerned for this is what okay this is what I like to say you should call a spade a spade but you don't have to call it an ugly fat spade so just say the truth but you don't have to add more adjectives that aren't necessary and I think that people are so caught up in trying to be PC that we can't even get anything done and I think also, last thought on this, this didn't fly because it's Elon. Elon is a liberal school, but it's also in the South. And it 
also hosts people from up north that think that they're southern no and it's majority white too i think majority white and i think it's interesting that um i think because there is like what fifty thousand a year together yeah it's expensive so you're you're really targeting people your main audience yeah yeah (laughs) so that didn't fly because of there if that had happened in california i feel like that probably would have gone through or at harvard or yale that might have gone through but that's happened to other universities like i think university of buffalo um has one and i think like a few others others too i can't talk tonight that's crazy what do you think how do we have these conversations I think we have these conversations. I don't, I mean, I think the best way to have the conversations is like you and your friends. I don't necessarily know of having like a big school wide, let's discuss race is the best idea because when you have these conversations, I don't think you should be coming in it with um, agendas and I don't think you should be coming in it with like, um, yeah, I guess with agendas is the word I'm looking for because I don't know. I just, when people say, hey, I just want to have this big conversation about race, it just, to me, it doesn't necessarily feel genuine. And there could, like, like I said, like, I do think there are people who really don't understand because, like, we're not normies. Like, they, we are really into politics we can see behind certain things i'm not saying we're enlightened this is just our area of expertise there's people who the normies they don't know all the extra stuff behind all these things they just want to have fun with because i'm black i'll just use me my normie friends just want to have fun with me and make jokes and then like text all day and snapchat each like that's all they want they don't see the behind the things so I think we can have these conversations I think we should if these things come up and you really want to discuss things if you are uncomfortable or if like something happens or if you're concerned you're hurting your friend but I don't necessarily know like if having these big conversations with like there's a big speaker to come and talk about x y and z and then also to like a lot of times these conversations are only one way like I'll never not be uncomfortable about my friend was telling me about how he went to this like Christian thing and it was supposed to be like a unity walk like blacks and whites all together and then at the end the white pastor said that all the white people had to like kneel and like forgiveness or solidarity or something to the black people and like that is just cringe that's uncomfortable that's like demonic not demonic that's a big word that's just not right (laughs) so Mm -hmm. like when I think of like these we have to have a conversation about race that's what I think of once again I'm not saying we shouldn't have these conversations because if there is an issue I do think we need to talk about like how we're talking about this now yeah have conversations but I just don't know if having this big assembly is the way to do it because I also think about in high school we would have big assemblies about um a specific topic and it didn't I just you don't pay attention in those you don't pay attention and you don't engage the results of how everyone how everyone is almost 10 years later shows that that conversation did not work I'll just Mm -hmm. put it that way um I don't want to say what it was but we just had I remember my senior year we had five assemblies about this one topic and 10 years later, that did not follow through with a good chunk of the people in my high school. So I just don't know how effective those things are. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think we need to talk about race. and But my issue is don't make it a political issue. Like, these are conversations yeah. we need to have. Don't make it a political issue on who you're voting for in November. Right. Make this right. an issue. If you truly care about having this conversation don't do it during an election year I want to have these conversations I want to understand what you went through or whoever went through in life like I have stories of where I've got through and I want you to understand and learn from them and I also want to learn your life story understand why you believe what you believe have these conversations 
Like we're right. not gonna get anything done if you make ev- if not you in particular, Mal. Yeah, I know. But if we make everything a political issue, yeah, we'll never have these conversations. Nothing will ever get fixed. No, absolutely not. Because that's what I mean. Like if there's an agenda behind it, and that's just what it feels like when you and we have to have them together. Like that is the thing. Like I really. I welcome my friends of non-color, my colorless friends. <laughs> That's funny. Your pale. My pale. Yeah. I, I, I don't get sun. <laughs> okay. A lot of my really good friends, like the people I'm closest with, they're like incredibly pale. They like one of my friends just burns. Like that's what she always says. I don't tan. I tan. I just never go out in the sun anymore. <laughs> but yeah. So like I welcome them to ask me questions. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily have the most interesting story, but I welcome people to ask me questions. And I think you should, if you're really, like, if you really want to know, and you really want to help have those conversations, talk about it. But like a big assembly with an agenda that's segregated just isn't it. Yeah, That's just not it. I will say um, I'm a big fan of the TV show Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And they had a really oh, good episode. Um this past week talking about race and the lack of people of color in management positions in corporations. And it honestly, it was very eye-opening for me. And it was definitely kind of what we were talking about, how they were trying to talk about race, but it was led by someone who didn't deal with it because they were white, honestly. Yeah. And so But it, see here's sorry to cut you off really quick, but here's no, the other thing. I think that and who also the other side of that is I don't think someone should lead it if they have a chip on their shoulder either. Mm-hmm. If someone is still healing from things, because you can have had experiences and have healed from it, then I think you're the perfect leader. Yeah. But if you have not healed from some things and now you're leading it, I don't think that's beneficial yeah. either. And I thought it was interesting in, in the episode, um, they had like that a group type setting and in the group there's only three people of color but they were not the one and like when she asked like okay like let's talk about racism and it wasn't the people of color who raised their hands to talk it was white people saying oh i'm not racist um just taking over the conversation so Mm -hmm. i thought it was if, if to me like i don't know it really spoke to me and I've seen a lot of people post like positively about that episode in particular. And what it's called Zoe's Playlist? Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Okay. What is what channel is that? It's on NBC. You can find them on oh. Hulu. Okay. Yeah. It was okay. it was a very I, I recommend the episode. It was very insightful for me, I would say. And and okay. I mean, look, I we all I think we all we just need to keep learning. Do what you can to learn. Yeah. Read, yeah. talk to people. Do what you can to learn. That's, but don't do it segregated. Yeah. And be open and be open to hear what your friend, because that's the other thing too. Last thing on this topic is like, we know our friends. Nine times out of 10, your friend probably is not racist. So when your friend asks a question or does something, you know in your heart that that person is just coming at it from ignorance they're not coming at it from like meanness they're coming at it from ignorance so like be open to that and if your friend you know if your friend with color is um you know upset with you over something or like feels uncomfortable with something you said I would I would still take some time out to hear what they have to say and to ask them to explain it like that's maybe you know maybe they had an experience and you could have triggered something and you guys can work through it. But like, I think part of the problem is we just cancel each other out so quickly without even trying to like understand the other person. Yep. Um, Yeah, yeah, that was good. I will say one more thing too, before we go to the next story, kind of going back to cancel culture. Um, I heard something that was like a really good, and I think we all need to look at it. It's okay to cancel people when they've, like, murdered someone, done something, like, extraordinary bad. Don't just cancel people because they believe something a little bit different than you. Yeah. So, like, Bill Cosby. Cancel Bill Cosby. But when we cancel people (laughs) for something they mistakenly said, um, 
quickly, there no one's going to learn. No one's yeah, going to exactly. grow. Um, no one's going to have chips on their shoulders. Yeah, too. and no one's going to have those conversations if you cancel them out like that. So that was like a good way to look yeah. at it, because I'm, because it's like, I mean, like I like Taylor Swift. I don't like her beliefs, but. I'm still going to support her because her new album came, or she announced her new album this week. But um, did you not see that? I did. And, oh, I should have added that to the docket. Yeah. Um, And Love Story is on Spotify again. And I'm like, oh. But, yeah, so that's my advice is, like, if they did a horrendous crime, that's okay to cancel someone. But if, like, they made a mistake, like, 10 years ago, like, what happened with Kevin Hart? then he, i mean and he's learned uh, from it too is what was crazy about that and I mean, but. yeah but let's yeah see. that's the other thing too like and then we really gotta move to oh sorry go ahead mm-hmm. what were you gonna say you're good i was taking a sip oh i was gonna say like the that's the other thing too um if people have grown then there's no reason to bring it back up yeah like i don't see the point of it if you if Someone says that pink is their favorite color and then you see them only wearing blue and they support blue and they've been saying blue. There's no reason to bring up pink. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. never be like that. Pink will always be the best color, but that's just an example. Yeah. Did you see that um, they canceled the woman from the Mandalorian? Yeah, I didn't see the... F- I just have seen everybody like posted about... I don't even know what happened. Yeah, it was... She... What did... I'm going to look it up real quick but she compared something mandorlorian gina is her name yeah she compared something to like the jewish concentration camps um here it goes uh sorry guys i'm Looking people pop up. Uh, we need a. Do you listen to Joe Rogan? We need a Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, look us up. Uh, she she ridiculed wearing mask. Essentially, she's a conservative that got canceled. I saw it, it was something. I know she tweeted something comparing, and then someone um, compared that tweet to the Disney guy who said it was literally her put- co-star said something about it might have been kind of these lockdowns where like okay i'm gonna find this it, it might have been like these locked she was comparing like the lockdowns to like concentration camps um i think if you go on instagram the republican girl if you go to that page i think they talked about it for a hot second yeah that's where i saw it okay here it is. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply oh. for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? So she compared oh. the Holocaust and conservative, or I guess Nazi Jews to conservatives. That's scary thought that that well two things that's a scary thought to go there and then second thing i'm always no matter who does it i'm always hesitant to compare everything to nazis um it is bad like it is bad right now i'm not gonna sugarcoat it but and i mean she did get canceled she did get fired so maybe it is as bad i don't I just always feel like maybe we shouldn't always compare. Yeah, but I think what they're saying is that if you, and I've seen this, like, they're like, if you are true feminists, like, these feminists, why aren't they in support of, like, one of their, because she's... I think she's important. She's yeah. like a big. I'm not a Star Wars person, so I don't no, know fully. No, she's like. I mean, she's a female lead in the Star role. Yeah, Star World oh, I, role. I definitely don't think she should have been fired. That I, let me make that clear. I do not think she should have been fired. I'm just saying, like as a critique of the tweet, I feel like it might have been hyperbole. But I don't think she should have been fired, and I think that also just goes to show. But you know, 
maybe it might not have been maybe it's an example of what she's tweeting <laughs> i mean maybe that i mean i think just proved her point <laughs> that, that's what i'm saying i think disney just proved her, her point essentially <laughs> um because I know, like, Cruz, uh, Senator Cruz tweeted in her favor saying she's awesome, good for her for speaking up, and the censorship continues. Freedom of speech is gone. Um, the Daily Wire hired her. I know that. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw that, like, I think maybe two hours before we started recording. Mm-hmm. The Daily Wire hired her. But I think what they're saying is that, like, she was literally one of the only female roles that was like not a Disney princess. And really? that she she was a torture Jedi. And really like she I would say like she would be kind of the ideal version for um like f- feminist. That's crazy. And they canceled her role because she compared how Nazis treated the Jews to how mm-hmm mainstream media i guess yeah. treats conservatives that's so this, crazy this wow the, so uh, other defenders of karina pointed out various uh, examples of hypocrisy from a tweet by her co-star pedro pascal that compared nazi concentration camps to american migrant housing facilities to disney's ongoing business ties with china even as the beijing government imprisons muslims in concentration camps the studio even thanked officials from the province where the camps were located in the end credits of Mulan. See, that's why they must have known she was a conservative and they were just waiting for her to do something. Yeah. They so think, had to have been waiting for her to do something. That's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, I mean, she didn't call anyone particular out. She just made a comparison. Yeah. And that, okay, that was what I said. I was going to say that I don't even that's not even a mean tweet like there's people who tweeted mean things that's not even like she didn't say a particular person she didn't say a particular word yeah that's so crazy for that tweet wow Mm -hmm. that's wild and i mean they proved her point yeah so maybe it wasn't hyperbole maybe not but that's definitely but i mean speaking of cancel culture uh (laughs) Twitter is going to continue to ban Trump permanently, even if he runs in 2024. Yikes. Yeah. So. um, What are you thinking about that? Well, I'll read you quickly the story. So Twitter confirmed Wednesday that former President Trump will always be banned from their platform, even if run, even if he decides to run for office again in 24. Uh. Their CFO said, as for Trump returning to Twitter one day, um, the company CFO made it clear Wednesday that that's not an option reported CNBC. Siegel told CNBC Squawk Box Wednesday that Trump would never be allowed to return to the site, even if he decides to run for office again. Yeah. Um, I think they just prove his point. Like, I mean, I just don't see what's the point of banning him through. It's over. Like, why? Are we... <laughs> well, OK, here, here's my thing. I think it goes back to showing how these social media platforms are trying to pick and choose who gets elected and who runs this country. Like you're banning. Yeah. I mean, hypothetically speaking, say he runs in 24. I mean, that's not that's. I mean, I know there's talks, but that's not a fact. He runs in 24. So you're going to silence the freedom, of, like his freedom of speech, essentially. Like in these social media platforms, I mean, we've known the whole election that they will literally have you see more Democrat related positivity posts versus Republican posts. Yeah. Have you seen um, social, the social dilemma? No, I need to. Everyone keeps telling oh me I need gosh. to. Well, for example, you can Google, um, is the earth flat? I don't remember the exact example, but you can Google, is the earth flat? And, or is the earth, and then the options like flat or blah, 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 will be different wherever you live. It doesn't matter, oh, like, crazy. yeah. So, like, they, and all, it starts 
algorithms are starting to like that's how yeah um for example go ahead ahead. (laughs) i'm just gonna say the algorithms just messed up man i just don't get it like why are certain content like i get the engagement but why can't i see all the content yeah and like on youtube for example the, the reason how people get down those like youtube rabbit holes is like you start watching something and then they're like "Ooh, they spent this amount of time watching this okay we want them on our site even longer so let's find something similar to that so that's excuse me sorry that's how like you get random videos like you start watching videos about like conspiracies and then you fall into another conspiracy and they fall into another conspiracy and it could just have been you were watching your friend told you about this so you just wanted to look Mm -hmm. at this one specific thing so we know that they're doing all that stuff well i'll give you an example i had pulled up youtube on my laptop and one of the front pages said watch jeff jackson's video today who's running for Senate in North Carolina. I've never clicked on his like YouTube channel or anything. I have searched him on Facebook um cuz I saw his announcement, but I've never searched for him on YouTube. I I don't think I've ever really searched for him on Google. But I, I pulled up my laptop today and no, I mean it's just it is amazing what it just amazes me how they just find stuff and only show you certain things. Like I would rather see a little bit of everything versus just one opinion. I agree. I agree. And I think that, okay. So everybody knows I'm a full blown Christian believe in Jesus. Um, Jesus, son of God. Sometimes there's two atheist channels that I watch. And then this girl who says he's a Christian, but she's really not. Um, God is great. Um, I watch God is Great, Mr. Atheist, and Jacqueline Glenn because I want to hear the other side. I want to hear what are they saying. I want to hear what are their arguments. Um, I want to hear what is what are they thinking right now. And I in think order that's for important. you to have a stronger opinion in what you believe in, you need to understand why the other side believes in what they believe in. Exactly, exactly. And with the algorithms, with the way Twitter and YouTube, all that stuff is setting things up you just don't get that you just don't and it's people for back to the election stuff people cannot um people are not fairly um how not, can you make your an educated decision right that's if you're I mean. only seeing bits and pieces and what you want to see yeah i think that's why it become more polarizing People only see what they want to see. They're only in their echo chambers on both sides. I'm not just saying that um, to the left, the right. We do the exact same thing. We get in our echo chambers and that's all we see. That's all we hear. And we, on both sides, we have to get out of that. You have to break out of that if you want to have educated, if you want to make an educated decision and if you want to even be more confident in what you believe in. I mean, whenever I hear a new argument for I'll just use abortion whenever I hear a new argument for abortion I'm stumped because I sometimes I'm just so much in my little echo chamber that I don't know how to respond so I'm stumped and then I'm grateful like you know what okay that's good that's something you're going to say let me do some more research let me learn a little bit more let me figure something out like we have to be doing that yep um I was finishing this up I don't think social media should be influencing our elections like they do no. Twitter is influencing the election in 24 if President Trump decides to run again. Absolutely. You should not be telling, you're essentially telling the voter what who to vote for. Mm-hmm. And, or you're at least telling the voter that you're at least blocking off communication. You're blocking off the candidate's ability to communicate with voters. Right. And I don't think that should be allowed. No, that's not right yeah um and um i mean we're not just saying that because we're republicans and they're doing it to a republican like i would be concerned if they were doing that to biden like that i mean that when you're silencing someone's words um and i mean it's not even like he's he doesn't bullet i mean i I don't think he's ever bullied anyone in social media. They're literally taking him off because of 
what happened in the Capitol riots. Yeah. That's the only reason. Which we can even go back and discuss, like, I don't necessarily agree with everything he said, but he definitely didn't cause that. I know, like, there's I don't actually, know him personally, but I do know he did not want that to happen. <laughs> no, and there is a video that was circulating from his speech that day, and he said, "Go march peacefully to the Capitol to show them your support for fair elections." Right. He like, never said anything about march and storm the Capitol. Yeah, scare the crap out of AOC. Nothing Hang like my, that. He never said the thing about hanging Mike Pence, which, oh, <laughs> Mike Pence, such a great man. Yeah. Um, like, nobody wanted that to happen. No, absolutely no not. And I mean, this isn't on the docket, but well, like, I would say, hold on, that, like, oh. no politician initiated that. I want to clarify that. That's what I'm meaning. No politician initiated it. Yes, Trump did you know not what? tell people to go storm the Capitol. Mike Pence did not go tell people. Nancy Pelosi has. <laughs> I mean, there's factual evidence of, and that's what they're saying. The whole, um, the trial trials is that, like, look at all these Democrats that are in this room today that said go fight. Right. I mean, Maxine Waters, she, her, AOC. I mean, AOC. Mm-hmm. And, and, anyway i have opinions on some of the stuff she said recently but i won't show those right now um yeah like that and i think that um when we start but here's the thing too if because he can't tweet we don't know his side of certain things because we have yeah i mean i guess he could make a youtube channel well my whole thing thing is just talk to us i'm actually curious because like We've all, like, I've remade my Twitter account because I couldn't log into my old one. Yeah. Make a new one. Yeah, but then, I mean, they're going to realize. down if he makes a new one? Yeah, absolutely. And then they're going to realize when we're all following Donald Trump. Well, it could gonna... be, like, Trump J. Donald. <laughs> yeah, but, like, like, we'll know it's him. Yeah. <laughs> and when thousands and thousands of people are following him it's not i wonder though i wonder if you look at the language are they saying we're banning this account or we're banning him as a person because i'm curious to see the language they used. because if they're saying oh we're banning at donald j trump then he could get around it and create a new account but i'm curious to see if they can ban and because in my opinion i don't think they can ban a person i think they can ban an account but well, they can't ban just, a person. Right. But then what they do is they find out, okay, this new person has a new account. We'll ban that account. And then who wants yeah. to be doing that every couple of like days? And because he's Donald Trump, it's going to be obvious when it's him. Like if he did, if he were to get a new account, I think we would all know within a couple of hours. Not even necessarily because he's going to tell a bunch of people, but because certain things are going to be said that only Donald Trump would know. Yeah. And I feel like it, I don't know, it just would be obvious. Yeah, I just, social media needs to stop censoring and telling people yeah. to vote for, essentially. Like, and the thing is, like, social media was so unprecedented. Like, I feel like nobody knew, like, we don't you know, know what to do. I will, I'm going to make a comment. I think, I, maybe not that, but social media did not become a thing, really, until AOC made it a thing when she ran her campaign. Oh, like social media for politics. Yeah, social media for politics yeah. wasn't a thing until like 2018 when AOC used it to essentially win her election. And now she's griping and moaning about other people using it. But it's like you literally won on it. Yeah. And I was just having this conversation with my friend. Like, we need AOCs. Like, in the sense of like, we need more people, conservatives, like on instagram doing alice uh, clark yeah like we need more of that madison cawthorn's kind of he's madison is doing a good and um dan crenshaw has done a really good job on it christy cruz yeah yeah ted but we need more we we just need need to keep doing more we just need to keep more people come on come on we need to be doing more because that's like right now i think the name of the game should be let's get um liberals and unaffiliates not leftists but liberals and unaffiliates because the name of the game right now is us against socialism every like there are other issues 
There are other moderate issues. Democrats. That's what you're looking for. Moderate Democrats. There are other issues that we are concerned about personally, but we really need to like if you are against socialism, we need you voting for our candidates. Point blank. Period. In every election. So I think the name of the game is social media, and I hate it. I hate, hate, hate it. Because I mean, even with like the podcast, I mean, the way we're going to get listeners is social media. Yeah, that is you have to use social media. But social media is like where it's our like I don't even know what to describe it. Like, what did the Egyptians have that was like this? Well, I will find. Okay, so have I I will say some so. I am reading a book on the history of American political parties. You are amazing. I'm a nerd. Amazing. You're amazing. But I found it interesting that even in the early days, each political party had created their own newspaper to flaunt themselves and knock down the other. So this whole fake media thing is been going on the whole existence of our country. And I think social media is now that of what our founders would have deemed the newspapers they created uh to make them sound better but the difference is ours is like 24 7 and theirs yeah. is just like in the morning well, yeah or yeah yeah but i'm saying yeah. like, i think I, which I, I think makes it worse i don't know yeah i do think it makes it worse i think it makes it worse because it's all the time everywhere yeah, but I guess I will give a shout out to my business, TPC Online Consulting. We're working with Ooh. small businesses and local politicians on improving their social media game. And that could be, if you want a free consultation, let me know. Let me know you heard it on our podcast. Um, not, this is a random ad, but um, yeah, love to talk to you about your social media and how, because we do, like you said, we do need as Republicans, learn how to do social media better. Yeah. Get our message out. And I got to be honest, I was at a Republican meeting the other night, and that was something that someone said. It's like, why are we not getting our messaging out? Why is nobody talking about all the mental health issues going on with our kids because they're not in school? Why is nobody talking about how our governor wants to keep our... Well, I'll give an example. In North Carolina... A majority of Democrats voted against reopening our schools, even though the science says it's perfectly safe to do it. And most parents want to go. And each county, they're giving options for parents who don't want their kids in the school system. And but why are why is that message not out? And I'll say too, so like our state senator up here, who's a Democrat, he voted against it and said, oh, I only voted against it because we're only giving schools 15 days to get ready for students to come in. They should have been ready last year. They yeah. had a year and 15 days to prepare for students to come back into person. They've received, I think, $2 billion from like the government. Our public schools have received $2 billion to make their schools safe. They've had the time. They've had the resources. Yeah. And the science, the science, the science says our students need to go back to school. And see, a very good point. Why have we not mentioned that? I think that we just need to do better. We need to brainstorm. We need to start using it to our advantage. Like there's, if everybody is sharing things, everybody is talking about something the message will get out because I know the next thing people are going to say is, well, we get censored. Okay. If 80 bajillion people are. Okay. I'll give you an example. Mark Robinson did not get censored when he stood up against the Greensboro city council in 2018. He went viral. That's he what, like, fought for gun rights in Guilford County. Yeah. And like, went we, viral. Like if you, cause I mean, every time I say something that people will always go, we're going to get censored. Well, if we don't try, then it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Well, but we have to start at least trying. Yep. Okay. Yep. Next story. Yeah. I feel like we've gone a little. <laughs> yeah. I think this will be our last one. Um, okay. This one made me laugh. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. UK health officials ordered nurses at two hospitals to substitute the term breast milk for human milk. Part of a first-of-its-kind effort there to be more inclusive for trans and non-binary parents. 
The terms breastfeeding and breast milk should be swapped for more gender-inclusive phrases in prenatal units of Brighton and Sussex University hospitals. The health care center said a 19-page document cited by Sky News Wednesday. Instead, health professionals were advised to use the phrases breast slash chest milk, milk from the feeding mother or parent, and human milk to be more inclusive of trans and non-binary birthing people without excluding the language of woman or motherhood. My whole thing, I, I understand the whole motherhood part. I get that when it comes to dealing with trans and non-binary. But every human has breast. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> when, like, There's breast cancer in both men and women. Oh, men can get breast cancer? Mm-hmm. It's I very rare. Yeah. Men have breast. Women have breast. But only one can provide milk. Yeah, that's besides the point. If we're talking, <laughs> like, okay, let's put our liberal hats on real quick. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll put them on. It does not feel good, but they're on. Um, I feel so oppressed right now. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to, like, I don't see... I don't get I get the whole motherhood because I get if you're trying to be inclusive for trans but woman transition transitions to men and then they because they can still have babies if they don't remove uh, their woman parts. I know that's a whole nother confusing. Remember, our liberal hats are on. Right, right, right. I don't get why you need to change breast milk to human milk. I'm sorry, buff, buff. Everybody has breast, whether like you like whether it's male, female, non-binary, other, I don't know. Everybody has breast. From a leftist standpoint, I understand. yeah. From a leftist standpoint, everybody has breasts. So breast is actually an inclusive term. Yeah. My whole thing is I I, I understand when it comes like they're saying like milk from the feeding mother or parent. I get that part. I get it saying like milk from the feeding parent. That's fine. I'm not fine, but I get it. That makes logical sense. That That's makes logical. logical sense to me. Breast milk, though, to human milk? I mean, hell, what are we going to call cow milk now? Oh, yeah, almond like, milk. Like, there's, mul- there's multiple genders for cows. Are we going to have to change it? Yeah. I just... There's just so much there. So that's a very good point. The breast thing, honestly, I, that was not the first thing I thought of. Oh, I mean, that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, everyone has breast. Yeah, that everyone is a very good breast. point. That is a very good point. I also wonder, like, if you're going to transition to a, a man, why would you want to get pregnant? I don't know. I okay, like if you're so... Gonna- yeah. I listened to a podcast called Committed, and she did interview a couple that they are two gay men, but one is a transgender gay man. So it was a female to a man. And they had it, like, they literally had, like, a bi- essentially they wanted a biological child together. That's why it's very confusing. But I do, there it has been circumstances where someone who identified as a man had a child. I I just yes, but I'm just thinking like they wanted a biological child. I get it. I guess I guess, but I'm just like if I'm going to if I'm going to do go through everything to switch genders, I'm gonna go full in. Like I'm a I'm gonna do everything. But I guess if you wanted a biological child with that person, yeah. And I don't think the couple I'm referring to. I don't think the woman that transgender transition to a man really wanted what it wasn't her plan to do it for kids like she fell in love with her partner he crap he fell in love with his partner and because of that wanted kids so then they didn't have to go through like you get what i'm saying like it wasn't like she was he he was kind of like that wasn't like his first thought Okay, interesting. Like, that he felt, he feels like he's a man, but I know, like, this costs a lot of money, too, to complete, like, the whole shebang. Let me tell you, when I look at Blair White, I'm like, how, like, I want that body. She Blair bought White. that. 
Blair White. Yes, look her up. I'm also saying, like, can we talk about Caitlyn Jenner's cheekbones? Like, I want that. I have not seen Caitlyn Jenner recently, and when I did, I there was nothing on her that I liked personally. Blair White, though, ah, everything about I want like her entire like her curves, her boobs. I'm just like, how does she like? And it's all fake. Where does she get the money? Can how do I get that? Wait, money? wait, wait. I'm confused. She's super MAGA. She is like a oh, big Trump she, supporter. But she wait, is she transgender? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoa, dang. Yeah. I thought that was a woman. Yeah, no. Oh, that would definitely confuse you why I would bring her up. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's why I was like confused. <laughs> I'm like, yes, very pretty woman. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, that is she is pretty. Yes, Mallory. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, she is transgendered and gray body. Yeah 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 and i know that had to cost her an arm and a leg i'm like where did where did these people get the money for that because i mean i've seen some really uh like that's crazy the before and after like her face shape completely changed that's what i'm saying wow yeah and her fiance is not ugly I don't think he's like super like oh my god oh but he's definitely like not like yeah interesting yeah how is she's very controversial too yeah how is she I'm shook yeah oh I should have done there's a picture with her so she's friends with Jacqueline Glenn who is one of the atheist YouTubers I um, mm-hmm. watch them over. I should have showed you a picture with the two of them. I've done that for people before. Like, oh, guess which ones? I don't know. Is that? I hope that's not like offensive. Well, actually, I mean, that's what happened. So I guess if it is offensive, sorry. I'm just shocked. <laughs> I know. If you're if you've never heard of Blair White, um, you should look her up. She has some really good. She talks a lot about. She's against um kids transitioning. She's against um. Like having she, yeah, because she started when she was in college. That is yeah. an interesting perspective that she's against. Like she's transitioned, but she's against kids transitioning. Yeah, and she's conservative. She believes in Second Amendment, small government. Um, I don't. Think you know, Caitlyn Jenner's a Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that. was talking about that. He was on a podcast I was listening to, and he was like talking about that. He's like, yeah, like. I transitioned and a lot of people criticize me for not voting Democrat, even though I transitioned. And he goes, I believe in small government. Like, my beliefs have not changed. I'm still the same person. To be honest, I bet most celebrities vote Republican. They just don't say it because it's not cute. I bet when they get into the voting thing, like, if you were to actually look at, because at the end of the day, they're losing their money. Vote for it. They're losing their taxes. They don't want to be taxed up the wazoo. I bet you. The only people who I think are real Democrats, I feel like, for example, Chris, the Chrissy Teigen's and John Legends, I bet they really do vote Democrat. But Kate, the Kardashians, I yeah, don't care what anybody says. They I, vote Republican. I think I'm they saying, are. Yeah. And they vote in their local, if they vote in their local elections, they vote Republican. I'm, I, you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. I mean, they're hardworking. Like they worked hard for what they have. And yeah. like, you can say, yeah, they started, they started out with privilege, all that, but to make, they could have just, but they could have yeah. just lived off of it. Right. But no, they made themselves a brand and, and they've, gone with it and gone above and beyond with it i was just gonna say and people don't for example like kylie has that billion going from one million to a billion like to us it's just like wow like you're already rich you just got richer but it is actually really hard to go from one million to a billion there Mm -hmm. are tons of millionaires like realistically we if we really like worked hard and had some cards fall into place we could be millionaires like that is some that is within our realm of, by the time we die maybe not within the next 10 years but by the time we die we could die millionaires that is within our grasp billionaires that means that's almost impossible yeah like, i mean they could have literally gone like oh i'm just gonna stay at home and do nothing but right. no they took advantage of their brand and built an empire 
They and, went from like a mom pop store to a mega corporation. Yes. And um, perfect example, Paris Hilton. I'm not saying she's like this lame loser, but like Paris Hilton is not even she worth She could take an advantage. Of, yeah. Yeah. She's not even worth half of what Kim is worth. I don't think. Like, I don't know. I also too I didn't grow up with her I know that like that generation right before me was like really into her I was never she had that reality show that was like early 2000s I was still watching PBS yeah Disney Channel I wasn't I don't even think I was allowed to I was still watching Arthur and Cyber Chase I was not allowed to watch Cyber Chase but wait really yeah I was allowed to watch Cyber Chase or Dragon Tales why dragons girl something about they were all about reading (laughs) cyber chase literally taught me my math all i know is i wasn't allowed to watch that and then for a little bit we weren't allowed to watch arthur (gasps) because because ew was too sassy but then eventually we were allowed to watch that was my show me too oh i loved arthur if my cousin is watching arthur sometimes i'll just casually come in "Mm, what's going on now and i honestly i might laugh at a thing or two it's still (laughs) kind of funny like I'm gonna be honest with you, it's still yeah. kind of funny. No, when I woke up from my naps, Arthur was on. And that's what I'd watch. That was my show. Also, I love to tell people this: Stephen Crowder played the brain. I just want to remind everyone: Stephen Crowder from Louder with Crowder was the brain. I just, I just that couldn't believe important. that. Me neither. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is so funny. Yep. Well, I think well, <laughs> we've given we had a few more stories, but we just kept chatting. I yeah. guess we'll bring him next week. Yeah. Um, and we can maybe even do I've I mean, we've never discussed it. Well, we kind of sort of discussed this, but um I was even thinking we could do like a midweek thing one day. Mm-hmm. Like it's been half the week, y'all. Let's get into it. maybe yeah. on Instagram live or something like that. Not necessarily an episode, but like on Instagram okay. live, Facebook live, something like that. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Oh, yeah. we have Bible study on Sunday. Yes, Bible study starts Sunday. Um, if you don't have the book, we're reading um, Esther 1 and Esther Esther 1 Esther 2. We're reading chapter 1 and chapter 2 of the book of Esther. I'm tired. I, y'all, yeah, me too. It's To me, it's late. It's about 9.30. Um, that's kind of late for me. So, but anyway, we are starting on Sunday night. Um, and I'm really excited about that. Esther is my favorite book of the Bible, so... I'm just excited to get into it and to read and discuss and yeah and I think we'll post a reminder on our Facebook group page on Instagram yes a reminder what the book is I need to read the book I haven't read it yet yes yeah I haven't either to be honest but I've read (laughs) Esther and I've read Esther multiple times yeah well I can discuss it but the book is um that series is really good i really like yeah. the author so i think yeah, that's it's what like is it, it called be committed yeah be committed which is good when the season that we're in it's good mm-hmm. to talk about being committed to christ it is good to talk about like sticking with our morals and principles yep so yeah all right guys um sign up for our conference i'm so excited uh we actually have almost 100 people signed up already oh my god yeah so well, I'm really excited. Yeah, y'all don't want to be left out of this. It's going to be epic. No, and um, we have, it has been confirmed that one of the speakers will be um, someone from Culture of Life. So you guys are not going to want to miss that. We're going to also have giveaways from a bunch of different conservative brands. Um, you're really, you're not going to want to miss this. So please, yeah, please, please register, sign up. The only you can get win a giveaway is if you register. If you don't yep. register, you cannot win a giveaway. We have some pretty good giveaways, too. Yeah. So you really want to do this. Um, I'm trying to think anything. Oh, um, merch. We have some merch. We have some of our We Are Here. It's a cute mug. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post a really cool picture. Victoria's a great photographer, too. I don't. Oh. Is that a business that you have as well? Yeah, I mean, it's part of the business. So, yeah, yeah. the business is essentially, like, do whatever, everything to kind of have a one brand essentially so i can do video photography yeah video photography website design anything so you have a cohesive brand yeah like all the really good pictures are taken by victoria because 
I'm still working on my photography skills. Um, but Victoria takes really, really good pictures. So you guys should definitely get a mug. Um, too kind. I'm just speaking truths. Uh, anything else I need to add? I don't think so. The sweatshirt, I got the pink sweatshirt. Um, I don't remember exactly. It's like it's like the like crop hood, not the crop hoodie. What is it oh, called? The... I got a really pullover? cute sweatshirt. Yeah, the pullover. Duh. Oh, with the, I got the, with pink, the blue elephant? Yeah, I got the pink oh, pullover cute. with the blue elephant. And oh my god, this is my favorite sweatshirt now. It's so soft. I was going to say, I got one of the crop hoodies, and it is literally the softest sweatshirt I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it's it is good so material, too. Yeah, yeah. And our um, hats, I really love, I have the elephant hat. I toboggan, really, really right? love it. Toboggan, absolutely. Because, yep. um, you know, some people don't call it a toboggan. I have the- Well, um, when I think of hats, I think of, like, baseball cap. True, true. Um, but I have the elephant toboggan. And- um, I, it's really good it's comfy and i think it looks super super cute but yeah you guys you should get some merch um we're gonna have more soon as well with our we are here theme because i that's a really cute design victoria designed that as well um so yeah i'm trying to think any that's it right basically um, i oh, think so rate review and subscribe please 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 uh leave us a review and rate us the um last and final thing we really have some really good plans and we want to expand this and we really want um, to make sure we are reaching thousands more women like us. And the only way to do that is if you guys share, rate, and review. When you start rating, if our ratings go up, it's going to be on different people. We talked about algorithms. It's going to be shown a little bit more, promoted more if our ratings go up. So please, please, please rate. Yeah, iTunes is very easy. You just have to have good reviews and lobby listening. Yeah. It's pretty fair. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we need. So please share this with your friends. Um, and yeah, we will talk to you later. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, I lost my mouse. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.